welcome to episode 128 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. Today, we are talking about you, about where you want to be come December 31st, 2022. I know that feels a long way off right now, right? We're going to talk about the path you'll take to get there, and I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I ask you some hard questions. I like to think we're friends, and that is what friends do. They talk about hard things. My hope is that you will take the time to consider the answers to these questions. You can message me anytime, Kim at KimSchlagFitness.com, and we can talk about them. We can talk about the answers to them and questions that arise from your thoughts about the answers to these questions. Now, before we get on with the show and get on with those hard questions, big announcement, da 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 Registration for my brand new free masterclass, How to Build Your Best Body After 40, is live right now. You can click the link in the show notes, or you can head to kimschlagfitness.com to register. If you don't know how to spell schlag, that's a hard one, S-C-H-L-A-G, kimschlagfitness.com to register. There's going to be three class times, Tuesday, January 18th at 1.30 Eastern, Tuesday, January 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern, and then the following day, Wednesday, January 19th at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. In the class, you are going to discover the three most common fitness and nutrition mistakes women over 40 make and what to do instead. Specifically, we're going to talk about the number one belief keeping you from achieving your fitness goals and how to shift your thinking in order to create real change. We're going to talk about the evidence-based truth about carbs and weight loss. Does low carb equal faster weight loss? What ratio of carbs to fat is optimal in a calorie deficit? Then we're going to talk about the role of exercise in fat loss. What type of exercise should you be prioritizing for both health and aesthetics in midlife? Join me in the class. If you are a woman over 40, this is for you. All right, on with the show. Let's do it. Hello, my friend. I have been dreaming the past few days of warmer places. <laughs> it's freezing in Pennsylvania, and my mind has turned to exotic travel. And I got to tell you, I had nothing planned for 2022 in the way of warm and balmy travel. Do you have big travel plans for the year of 22? 22. 2022. Let me know. DM me, message me. I want to hear what your fun plans are for 2022. I have some travel possibly on the horizon. Um, everything's still up in the air right now with COVID. It's just, I'm just not sure what's going to happen. I have a big cruise planned. It was supposed to have happened uh, for my 50th birthday back in 2020. Not somewhere warm, actually quite the opposite, to Alaska. And so tentatively we're going in September. Still to be determined. I don't even know if cruising is going to be happening or we're all going to be comfortable with cruising by then. So that could happen. I'm hopefully going to hike Mount Katahdin up in Maine over the summer. Also not warm and balmy. Uh, I'm hopefully going to see family, my mom in Tennessee. Uh, She lives in Knoxville. And sometimes when we go over there, we also drive over to Nashville, which is three hours away. Super fun doing that. Now, actually, this is not a travel log. I promise. (laughs) I'm getting to a point here. 
when I go to see my mom, I typically drive. It's about a 10 hour drive from here in the Philadelphia suburbs to where she lives in the Knoxville suburbs, about a 10 hour drive. I have flown once, which is actually, that's, that's a hop, skip and a jump just to get there. But when I drive, I use my, my GPS on my phone, my, my app, MapQuest, MapQuest, Map Your Ride. I don't even know what it's called. Whatever little app I have that tells me, I put in my mom's address and then the lady tells me every step of the way where to go. Now, could I get there to Tennessee, to Knoxville, 10 hours away from here without those directions? I absolutely, I, I would really struggle to find it without a map or GPS or navigation of some kind. Or at least I should say, I would struggle to find it in any timely sort of manner. I know how to get started. I know I went ahead through Delaware and Maryland and then on through Virginia and eventually to Tennessee. I kind of know I, I can get to Delaware from my house. And once I'm in Delaware, I bet I'd end up in Maryland. And after that, all bets are off. I don't know if once I was in Maryland, if I could find my way to Virginia and once in Virginia, I don't know. Using street signs, I may be remembering landmarks. I know in Virginia, we went by the exit for JMU. I know there was, um, we went to, we went to this hiking trail that ended up at the uh, hotel where they filmed Dirty Dancing. Uh, that was amazing. Like I got to go see Baby's Cabin and stuff. So maybe, I don't know if I could ever find that place again, but I know that was like right on the way to my mom's. So I think I'd eventually arrive there, but it would likely take substantially longer and be way, way more expensive. Like how much more would I spend on gas meandering my way through the mid-Atlantic and maybe even on hotels? Because like I said, it's 10 hours when I know what I'm doing, where I'm going. I'm going to get back to this in a minute. I promise that that's going to make sense. Like why I just talked about that in just a minute. I want you to think for a minute, I'm going to pivot here. Where do you want to be one year from now? January, 2023. I realize that feels really far away. How do you want to feel in your body? What do you want your relationship with food to be? What kind of habits do you want to have? How do you want to look? What do you want to be able to do? Envision in your mind what it would feel like to have already made the changes that you're seeking. What's one thing you would do if you weren't thinking about your food and your body all the time? Consider that for a minute. Now, there isn't just one path to get where you are now to that place, to that feeling, to those results that you just envisioned. There's not just one path. How much time, effort, and money could you save if you had a guide on that path? If you stopped trying to go it alone and piece the route together with an Instagram post here and a piece of advice from DMs there. It's so interesting to me that in many areas of our life, we aren't only interested in having guidance about what to do, we insist on it. Like most of us don't cut our own hair. I would never cut my own hair. We don't clean our own teeth, right? We're not like buying high pressure dental tools and, and doing yearly, bi-yearly cleanings on ourselves. Do you know anybody who does that? Like we don't do that. We don't pick out and put in our new fuel pump for our car. But when it comes to weight loss, we just assume we should know how to do it. And I suspect 
it's from this idea that like, look, we're people, we know how to eat, we know how to get food, we should know how to do this. You know, and in that way, it's like, I wouldn't know the first thing, I didn't even really know what a fuel pump does, let alone what kind of need or how to put it in. So I feel like when it comes to weight loss, we have enough information that we just feel like we should be able to do it. But in reality, behavior change is not just something people know how to do. It's not intuitive. We don't just know how to change behavior. And weight loss is not just about the food. It's about behavior change. So stop expecting yourself that you should know how to do it. How much extra time, energy, and money do you estimate you spend trying to reach your destination without clear directions, without a sure plan, without the GPS, like I was talking about back with my my ride to my mom's, if I ever tried that. I'll let you know if I ever try getting there without a GPS. For me, on this weight loss journey, how much extra time, energy, and money did I waste trying to figure it out on my own? 24 years. 24 years. Thousands and thousands of dollars, like literally thousands of dollars. And I have zero way to quantify the energy, but an exhaustive amount of mental, emotional, and physical energy, just an exhaustive amount. Now, I bet some of you listening right now are thinking, well, look, lady, I would love to hire a coach, but I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Is that true? As we just chatted about, are you wasting more money going it alone? Now, for sure, some of you listening, really and truly, if you spent the money to hire a trainer, hire a coach, you would literally not be able to afford to pay your heating bill. And then obviously, like, pick the heating bill. That's clearly the right choice. But for many others of you listening, I can't afford it is either a knee-jerk response rooted in guilt about spending money on something that, and I'm putting this in air quotes, just benefits you or it's self-sabotage. So let's talk about each of those a bit. This idea of, I don't want to spend money on something that just benefits me. What would you say to your best friend if she said that to you? Imagine her coming to you and saying, like, I really, I want to hire a coach to help me, but I just, I can't justify spending money just on me. You'd be like, what? What do you mean just on you? Like you're not worth it. Like you deserve it less than Michael who wants new lacrosse gear or like Bob who wants to get the new riding mower, right? You would stop that right away. Of course she's worth it. Of course she deserves to spend money on her own well-being and joy and peace. Now, you know where I'm going with this. Be your own best friend. Show up for you. Remind yourself that you deserve care, even if it didn't benefit another living soul on this planet, because you matter. Not for what you do for others, but because you matter. That should be enough on its own, but to be perfectly clear, you will never be the only one that taking care of your fitness and nutrition benefits. You won't be. Marnie joined my Fitter After 40 course last September. And she wrote a note in our Facebook group in December that I want to read to you. I'm going to quote her here now. I will share something with you all that I didn't mention earlier. Our household income has taken a huge hit since COVID began, and I agonized over registering for the course. Making room in our budget to invest money solely in myself came with a ton of guilt. Perhaps the guilt trip solidified my initial commitment to the program. 
but feeling the positive results in my body and in my head every day since has made clear exactly what I was investing in. And ladies, we are totally worth it. Trust me, we are not investing solely in ourselves here. By the way, Marnie lost 16 pounds and 14 inches in the last round of Fitter After 40. She absolutely crushed it. When we are better, happier, healthier, everyone around us benefits. But, and I think this is so important to stress, even if they didn't, we're still worth it. You're still worth it. But as Marnie put it so well, we are not investing solely in ourselves. Now, as for self-sabotage, is saying, I can't afford a coach really an easier way, a less comfortable, a less uncomfortable way of saying, I'm afraid I will fail. I know that can be really, really uncomfortable to admit to yourself. Think about all the stuff you spend three, four, five hundred dollars on, all the Target runs and the Home Goods runs and the TJ Maxx runs. I know it is not just me keeping the home decor market in business, lady. Someone else besides me is buying all those throw pillows and scented candles. I see you. Think about how much money you spend Amazoning random stuff. I found the lip gloss this morning. I still need to buy it tonight. For some reason, it was not going through. Somebody mentioned it on Instagram. And the next thing I know, I'm over there on, on Amazon, like shelling out, trying to shell out 18 bucks for this cute lip gloss. Like I need, I need another lip gloss. Like I need a hole in my head, but there it was 18 bucks. Just going to, just going to go over there and do it. How often do you buy things on Amazon? Coffee's out, meals out, all of the things that add up hundreds of dollars. And look, I'm in no place to prioritize your expenses. Like that's on you. I am here to shine a light on the possibility that you might be using. I can't afford it. When in reality, the issue is I'm afraid I'll fail at it. What if though, what if you didn't fail at it? What if you could do it? Have you even made room for that possibility? What if you actually did do it? What if on the other side of committing to spend that money on a coach, you actually finally had the tools and insights to achieve your health and fitness goals? What if on the other side of committing to spend that money, you were taught to see yourself and the world around you through a different lens, through a lens that allows you to change and grow and finally succeed? What is that worth to you? And that's the question I want to leave you with here. I know I've brought up a lot of subjects that they're hard. It's hard to admit to yourself like, hey, maybe it. Maybe I am afraid of failing. Maybe I'm not giving myself a fair shot. Consider what I've had to say here. DM me, uh, Instagram me. That's the same as DMing me. (laughs) Email me. Let's talk about this. All right. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for being here and listening in to the Fitness Simplified podcast today. I hope you found it educational, motivational, inspirational, all the kinds of ational. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It really does help to get this podcast to other people. Thanks so much.